Welcome to Reconstructed Faith, a podcast where we talk about truth you can build your life on. We hope to dive into the hard conversations of life and faith and seek out reasonable, substantive answers. My name is Colson Lechner, and I'm joined by Chris Sherrod, Chris Legg, and Bryn Starnes. This is Reconstructed Faith. Well, welcome back to the Reconstructed Faith podcast. My name is Colson Lechner, and I am alongside one of my partners in crime during Just this one episode, right now. Yeah. Uh, Chris Legg. And we're, we're kind of going through this series um, of, is scripture immoral by today's standards? And right. so we've talked a lot about uh, sexism in the past several episodes, and we will still continue to do that. Um, I, I imagine a lot of these topics we're not going to exhaust all the things that the Bible says about them right. um, and things that are worth commenting on. Right. Uh, but we wanted to take this episode and talk a little bit about slavery um, and specifically slavery in the Bible. Yeah. And so, yeah, Chris. And I'm tell, sure we'll, we'll dig more into this, but yeah. you know, we had a few minutes here and um, we're going to, we're going to be out a little bit. And so it'd be good to, to get a little bit of a bonus segment here. One of the things that people talk about, and they will come back to when we talk about is the Bible uh, immoral by today's standards or whatever. And yes. one of the ones you read about regularly is the issue of slavery. Um, we have come to the correct conclusion that slavery, as we understand it in our culture, is immoral. Um, that what we experienced in America for several hundred years, um, in which uh, members, you know, people who lived in a different nation who were uh, divided only by their ethnicity and where they grew up, uh, their skin color, were kidnapped, captured, sold, or whatever <clears throat> into slavery and shipped over here to the uh, East Indies, to America, to the Americas and whatever, and then put into slavery. And they never they never had any say in it. They never had any vote in it. And their children for several hundred years just were born into slavery again and again and again yeah. and again. And rightly so, we have understood that to be fantastically immoral. I mean, you any child can be told when I remember as a child being taught about slavery the first time and looking around like this happened like this was a thing right. that really happened and 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 people didn't automatically know how obviously terrible and awful that is like what how could anyone think that's okay yeah and then to discover later as a christian that some people were using the bible to defend these things yeah <clears throat> which sent me straight to scripture to go okay I need to figure out what the Bible actually says about this. And for a long time, I did not understand slavery in the Bible because I didn't understand slavery in the Middle East uh, in the first century or even before during uh, earlier times. And so there are several accounts in the Bible that talk about slavery, and we'll unpack those. Um, but I, I want to give you a gener a big general picture. This was not always going to apply directly. So let me just tell you up front, this is yeah. all, there are passages like that that are closer to what we think of as slavery, particularly when you're talking about like a captured enemy in combat. Um, and again, like we talked about with women, you know, being uh, kidnapped in combat or whatever, that you know what what often was done was people were just slaughtered in mass and. And if you surrendered, you were just killed or or whatever. And one of the things that the Bible does talk about is if you capture an enemy and you make them into a slave, what are the rules and laws about that? Um, so it is amazing that that the Bible, the, the Hebrew Scriptures, does teach that there are 
morals and ethics about the treatment of slaves. You you didn't you couldn't just do whatever you wanted to with them. Um, and we'll look at those. But in general, when you see the concept of slavery in the Bible, um, you're not that's you're not talking about slavery like we think of it. This isn't someone kidnapped from somewhere and forced into <laughs> lifelong slavery. Um, is there an issue? I'm just looking through. Let me uh, let's pause. Hold okay. that. I'm sorry. Interference from, from that one. All right. Does that sound better? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's just, but let's keep going. So you <coughs> just yeah. kind of talk about. Okay. So, so, so this idea that we're talking about of the biblical picture of slavery is very different. Um, from what we think of as racial slavery, ethnic slavery, something like that. Um, now, we do see that something like that with the Egyptian enslavement of the Hebrew people. Um, but again, you're talking about literally the, you know, the, the Hebrew people were one family that joined them in Egypt and then over time became an oppressed group as they multiplied. So right. even that's different. They weren't kidnapped. They weren't dragged from another continent to Egypt. Right. It was just that their their people lost authority and political power, and so eventually, but essentially, became slaves. Yes. Now, but even that is not the common concept, especially in the New Testament. So, though there are passages about the abuse of slaves and servants in the New Testament, typically it's um, the to the slave owner it is, or the servant master it is about the restrict. You, you you don't do that. You don't treat them badly. You treat them with respect. They have all the same rights. They're created in the image of God. Um, we have a whole uh, letter, in fact, from Paul um, called Philemon, in which uh, the, there is a slave, a servant, who has abandoned his master, um, and and Paul finds him, and both of them are converted, and they uh, the the master and the slave, and Paul sends the slave back to the master with a letter from Paul, and it's a really fascinating discussion of, okay, what what is moral and immoral about being a slave? And what is moral and immoral about having a, a slave or a servant in that conversation? Now, again, so let me unpack what that meant, and that'll probably be our time for yeah, just this little bonus good. time. That sounds good. So typically speaking, not only are you not talking about some different ethnic group, you're actually talking about other Jews. And so neighbors is, is what's going on. And so here's the example that I use. So imagine that I'm some type of serious, you know, off-the-wall prepper who you know, I've got storehouses full of food and ammunition or, or whatever it is that preppers do, right? And so um, I've got my stuff all there at home and and the grid goes down and society collapses and the stores are no longer producing anything and ex you, you follow the concept, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And so meanwhile, you're someone who, you know, you and your family, um, you aren't, aren't a prepared, you, you don't have any of that stuff and and but you remember that I do. And so you put your family together and y'all start walking to my house and you come to my house and you say, Chris, man, I know you've got supplies and I can work hard and my wife can work hard. My kiddos can work hard. Would you take in our family and provide safety and provision and a home for us in exchange for our labor? So, you know, we're going to work as hard as we possibly can for in your fields 
and to protect your property, except all this type of stuff, right? And you're yeah. standing there with your kiddos in a little wagon, and y'all haven't eaten in two days as you're walked to, you know, you've walked to my house or whatever. Now, what's the cruel thing for me to do right then? To take you on as a servant or to not take you on as a servant? I would say to not take you okay, on as so a servant. Okay, so notice how different that is from what we think of as Southern racial slavery from the Civil War era. But that's a more accurate picture of biblical, what we would call biblical slavery. Doulos is the Greek word, or diakonos, service. And, and what would happen is, in the, and there's all these guidelines about how, I'm a, how I have to treat your family. Okay, you've got to agree, you're going to come work for me. And there's an agreement, and we both know what the law says. So, for example, um, you know, if, if your, one of your kids grows up, and, and falls in love with another one of the servants in my household, and they get they decide they want to get married, well, they now work for me. Because you, otherwise, you're going to take one of my servants and run, and that's not allowed. So that's, that's not nice. Now, keep in mind also in the Jewish law, every seven years, slaveries would be set free, or at least every 49 years, every slave would be set free, um, and debts would be forgiven. <clears throat> but here's what would happen. It might be that I go... Hey, dude, you've agreed to work for me for seven years. You've worked for me for seven years. You're done. And you say, yeah, I, st I still don't have, I mean, the grid has not come back. We're, we're still, we know now we live in, you know, Mad Max world. I want to stay. Yeah. And that's when I might say, okay, well, here's the deal. This time, if you, if you're going to stay now, I just need to know you're staying. Yeah. I need to know I'm not going to need to replace you. I need to know I'm not going to find another servant. So you need to just agree. You know what? This is now my home. I'm not going anywhere. I work for you, boss. That's what we're doing from now on. Me and my family, we love it here. We're going to stay here. Thank you for setting me free. But if you don't mind, I'd like to stay. And that's literally the setup of the law. Now, there, it, it is weird to us that, that then there is this symbol, doorposts meant a lot in the Jewish world, that what I would then do, and this, again, culturally weird for us, is that you would stand by the doorpost and you're taller than me and I have to reach up and do this, and I drive a nail through your ear into the doorpost. It is nothing more than a symbol to say, this is now your home too. Your literally yeah. your blood is now part of this wood. Um, and then we wouldn't keep you there to pull the nail out and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. And you stand there for six weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, yeah. That's that is interesting. And it it is hard. Yeah, it's whenever we talk about slavery, again, we're talking about when whenever we come to the passage, I feel like it is hard to come at the passage if you don't have an accurate understanding mm -hmm. without bringing baggage to your interpretation. Yes. It's still hard scripture. for me because yeah. I read the word service or slavery and I picture, you know, one of my ancestors with a thousand former African people uh, as slaves. Right. <laughs> and it's just, the level of evil is just unthinkable. Right. And it's so hard to even read the word that's I, I like when Bibles translate it into a different word because it, it doesn't mean the same thing. And a lot of Bibles will translate it bond servant yeah. because it's it's your bond. You chose it. You could leave. <coughs> there are specific times it's like, no, you can go now. Um, you could come and ask to leave at any point, and I might just just go, yeah, sure. Or I might say, okay, but the problem is you uh, you now owe me some money. I need you to work this much longer. And yeah. like, there's very specific commandments on how that works out. Um, but I even I even drew it for one cup one person who was struggling with it and said, imagine my neighbor comes to me and says, "Hey, uh, I know you can't afford to take care of all of us, but I've got a twelve year old daughter. Could she come and be your maid in your house and take care of your house and prepare your food? The rest of us are probably going to starve, but would you at least take her?" 
Like, no, because I don't believe in slavery. Right. Like that would, you don't go, oh, he's so morally positive. Yeah. You'd, you'd want me to say, oh gosh, yes, I'll take her and, and I'm going to try to figure out how to feed the rest of your family too. Yeah. Like, let's, let's see if we can figure this out. But that would be, but, but by modern standards, a lot of us would say, oh, well, that's slavery. Like, I mean, in a technical sense, yeah, you're not getting, you're not getting paid a, a salary. Right. Or you're not getting paid hourly, but, but you are staying alive and it's a decision you've made to join in order to stay alive for you and your family to provide for them. And when you see, so for example, and again, remember that the Christian ethic is always the most important one in the writings of scripture. So when Peter, for example, tells a servant, if your servant beats you for doing good, that brings glory to God. Now that doesn't mean beating a servant brings glory to God. Anytime a Christian suffers for Christ, that is a good thing in Christian ethic. Um, it doesn't mean that the serve, that the slave master or the, or the whatever is right to beat you. Obviously, he isn't. That's unjust. If that part of the letter was to him, it would be, hey, cut that junk out, right? Don't be doing that. Um, now, and also keep in mind, I think it's in First Timothy. I'd look it up for our bigger concept when we get there, uh-huh. is that slave trading is specifically listed as a major sin. <clears throat> and so sl- being a slaver which is what we picture, because that did exist back then, it just wasn't the Jewish way of doing things. Yeah. Is that being a slave or someone who bought and sold slaves, um, that was considered evil and morally, morally evil. And so would that have been the, the people who like bought Joseph? Yes. Okay. Yeah, when the Ishmaelites bought Joseph and his brothers sold him, they would yes. have been breaking that. So it wouldn't uh, have been the same. Yeah, it wouldn't have. The difference would be, imagine if, so again, your family, you come and you bring your family and you say, we're going to live with you. I know you yeah. care about you. I know you care about me. I know you want whatever, et cetera. And, and partway through, I go, hey, bad news. The guy down the street, he paid me a hundred, he paid me a, you know, a hundred peaches for your daughter. So she's not going to go live with him. That's slave trading. Yeah. That's not acceptable. Yeah. Um, I could come to you and say, hey, there's a guy down the road who's got better, more, more food than I do. Would you prefer to go work for him? Like that would be allowed. That's not slave trading. Um, and so, and there can even be a, like a probably, although I'd, I'd have to find the passage, there may even be a little bit of kind of a finder's fee feel to stuff like that. Like, okay. hey, I found a great servant for you and you can pay me for that. But um, I'm kind of, I'm not pulling that out of the air. So even that may yeah, be yeah, wrong. Yeah, so we may, we may <clears throat> revisit that. Yeah, we'll revisit again. some of this. Okay. But but this idea... But the concept of the, the concept, slave trader is yeah, sinful. It is not allowed. Yeah, yes. it's not tolerated. Um Versus, so again, when you read the in the New Testament in particular, it's very clear. Now, Romans had slaves; they bought, sold, traded, captured, made slaves all the time. Um, um, but the Jewish, the commandments of New Testament scripture are are never uh, they never approve of anything outside of bond servanthood. And even the Old Testament picture, the Hebrew scriptures were about more of that. Again, I'm, I, I, I am acknowledging there are a few. Uh, a few examples that don't fit perfectly within that, like yeah. kid, like capturing a soldier rather than killing him. Right. Um, but probably most of them would happily choose that between the two choices. Um, but we'll we'll discuss that a little more. But I just okay. I just love that this opened my eyes so much and helped me so much when I understood this distinction. Yeah. I don't mean to prettify it. It's not. It can still be very ugly. Um, but but the basic concept is not usually what Americans yeah. go to instinctively. And you're not, and you, and yeah, you like you have said. I just want to reiterate that you are not dismissing the slavery, the evil that went on in our nation. Oh, you're gosh. like that's, that's, you're like we're just we're approaching this with the understanding that what happened in the United States is sinful. Oh gosh, and yeah, this is yeah, not yeah. what 
And this idea of slavery is not what we're like, that idea is not what the Bible is specifically and talking about. That's right. right. And that version of slavery is not defendable scripturally. Right. To the degree that, as I understand it, slave owners in America who gave their slaves Bibles gave them edited copies. They, yeah, that's what I've <clears throat> that's what I've seen. And so that's just because they knew uh, the Bible does not allow for this, and I'm doing it anyway, and calling myself a Christian. Yeah, that's never a good that's never a good look. Yikes. Yep. Yikes. Anyway, okay. okay, I'm sure we'll come back to some of this too. Absolutely. But we had a couple of minutes. Thought we'd give it a give it a little try. That's great. Yeah. Well, if you have any questions or uh, yeah, if you you want to know a little bit more about this we will talk about this a little bit more um, in the future and then also if uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast and you want to share it with a friend or a family member please do that that'll help other people find us um, yeah have a great have a great day and we'll talk to you soon thank you for joining us for this episode of reconstructed faith if you enjoyed what you heard or were challenged please leave us a review it'll help other people to find us if you have questions or a topic you'd like to hear discussed, shoot me an email at info at Reconstructed Faith is a resource of South Spring Baptist Church. Remember, don't give up, trust God, search for answers.